All right. Good morning. I'm here. I'm ready. We're doing D&D. Took me about 15 minutes to get everything set up, but we're here. So, welcome to D&Me, the show where I, Aloni, play D&D by myself. Because I need to play this right now. Nobody else is free. So, let's just get started. Everybody, round off. Introduce yourselves yet again. Are we going to do this every time? Yes. Yes, you are. I command it. Okay, well, I'm Ophelia. Hi. I'm Flem. I'm the best one in the show. I'm Gregor. I'm Kane. So, that's everyone. Tell them what happened last week. So, last week, we fought a bunch of ghouls and a bunch of undead from the cult, and they almost killed me. It was pretty intense. We almost died, but we got out. I saw Ophelia in pain. I transformed into a werebear, and I saved her. I wanted to get vengeance for the kids that died, so I being the cleric of the group, found the parents, who I believe were responsible, and I killed the father, who was an undead, ghoul-like creature, and the mother turned against him and left. So I told her to go to her grave and go to sleep forever. And I laid them both to rest. So I did something important here, you know, being important at all. Yeah, we all know that you're important, Greg, okay? You don't need validation constantly, all right? Hey. We don't have to fight here, okay, guys? The most important thing is that I get the spotlight this week. I mean, you're all me, so technically I'm getting the limelight. I don't know, man. Some of us get the limelight just because we're cooler. Whatever. I think that's a good enough catch-up. Yeah, basically, you guys are in Curse of Strahd. You're in Barovia, the land of undead. There was a vampire named Strahd. He's a big bad, bad guy back in the day. He tried to control Flem through a statue, but she wouldn't let him. She wouldn't fall for it. So that sucks for him. But after that, yeah, you explored more of the cult's base under this house. And you found the two people that may be responsible for their kid's death, which is what set you on this whole quest. There is still more to explore in this place, but it's up to you if you guys want to continue exploring it and figure out if there's anything more going on. But let's go to the map. In room 34, you decapitated a man, shoved his head in a bag with the other heads you have. You guys have finally dealt with the assholes in charge of this place. They have now been put to rest. No longer a problem. There's someone in charge of all this. You're not sure if it was the man who owned the house, Gustav, or if it was someone worse. The three of you have rested up. You can get all your health and stuff back. You are now sitting in the room, basically getting over all the shit that happened to you. What do you do? Having almost died, I'm gonna be laying in the bed, healing up, and the rest of you can kind of hang out. Since it's been eight hours and we've all rested, I'm assuming we all took turns sleeping, so I, I guess I'm the last one to sleep. We've rested like three times in this dungeon, it's fucking crazy. Can I get out of bed? <sighs> oh shit, are we still here, guys? What's going on? We've cleared this place, I think. I think we got it all. Yeah, I got so much treasure, it's hard to even look through it all. I don't think we're done either. I sense evil. Something more is out there. Something terrible. Evil. Still in this building. The whole hallway we never took. Alright, well, I guess we gotta deal with that, don't we? Any objections? Anybody? Normally I would say this is a bad idea, but this place is a gold mine. Hell yeah, let's keep going. You guys lead. I'm not sticking my neck out, though. Okay, yeah. Any chance for glory is a, is a reason to go, so let's go. Hell yeah. Well, Greg, it's your deal, so you lead. Okay, here I go. 
what should we explore this place now? We've gone through this room with chairs where they meet, the statue room, there's a trapdoor that leads upstairs. This is, was an ambushy area where all these guys were. We went down. We've been all over this. We went into that room with well, graves. They're all laid to rest. Oh, I put the bones in the graves, seal them, and I kind of put my hand on my head and I say, uh, Baylor, help them sleep and punish Gustav for all the evil he's done. I hope I can do what's right. And then I go to room 30, this place right here. What do I see? Well, room 30. So as you're walking down this hallway, all of you, you hear this ominous chanting again. It doesn't seem to be over. You hear, <laughs> over and over again, repeatedly. And you're not sure what they're saying? It's too far away for you to tell. Everybody stick together. Nobody wander off. I'm looking at you, Flem. Just because this treasure doesn't mean you should go off on your own. We gotta work together. Get the treasure after we get all of them. Look, man, I'm not an idiot, okay? I know what I'm doing. I'm a wizard, and I can handle this. Yeah, don't be so hard on her. She kicks a lot of ass. As you guys are talking, you walk down the doorway to room 35. You walk down the stairwells and around the corner. Greg in front... Flem in the back, Ophelia right in front of her with her bow drawn, her crossbow, and Kane right behind Greg, ready to back him up. You enter into room 35. Ooh. You hear the chanting. And as the voices keep speaking, you keep hearing more and more moaning and, and noises, and you start to make out what they're actually saying. You hear... He is the ancient, he is the land, he is the ancient, he is the land. Over and over again. As you walk into the room, you see that this is the room where they're keeping their relics. Each of these 13 niches has a different relic. A small mummified yellow hand with sharp claws. A goblin's hand on a loop of rope. What the fuck? Why is my people's hand just sitting here? I was gonna call dibs, but... Fuck that. Disgusting. You see a knife carved from human bone, a dagger with a rat's skull set on the pommel, an orb that's eight inches in diameter that's made from a Nothic's eye, the creature you defeated a while back, so many different items, an aspergillium carved from bone, a folded cloak made from stitched ghoul skin, frog stuck to a stick for some reason, a bag full of bat shit, hag's severed finger, a, a six-foot-tall statue of a mummy, for some reason. What the fuck? So much random shit. An iron pendant with a devil's face, a shrunken halfling head, and a small wooden coffer containing a direwolf's tongue. So like a little container with a direwolf's tongue. A lot of shit. I'm assuming somebody in the group is going to try to steal all this shit. Uh, can I make an arcana check to see if this shit is, like, super evil? As it seems like it's super evil, and I don't want to die. Seems really dangerous if I just take all this shit without knowing what it does. Yeah, sure. Uh, using your magical powers, you make an arcana check. And with a nine, you can tell, uh, it's magic, maybe. Seems magical to them. Fuck. Hey, uh, Greg, can you tell me if any of this shit is evil? Yeah, I'm gonna do religion as a 13. Is that better? It's a little better. You can tell that there's more 
going on, but this these magical items seem magical to them. They don't actually do anything magically, as far as you can tell. Maybe, but probably not. They're probably just a lot of useless junk. Seems like garbage to me. Like a bunch of trash that some idiots would mistake for magic. Or useless. Uh, I don't know what you care. I'm assuming you're just gonna take it. Come on! I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bad. I don't want to take all this stuff. I, uh, I take all their stuff as soon as everyone leaves the room. Okay. Everybody starts going out, and you take their shit. Which room would you like to go to? There are two options. There's a hallway that leads down to what seems to be some kind of chained hallway, or to the right, which seems like some kind of watery passage. I think the chains are probably the best idea. There might be people we can help there. Hmm. Wem, don't wander off. I know you want all that shit, but uh, don't stay here on your own. Okay, fine. I take what I can, and then I go with him, and we all leave, I guess. I'll get it on the way back, I guess. As you guys are walking through, you are in what seems to be some kind of prison. This is where they keep their prisoners, but they seem completely empty. You remember back to there was a room with a bunch of skeletons in it, and you think, oh, that's where these people came from. They went there, so there's nothing but shackles around you. I need all of you to make perception checks, and tell me what you all get. Okay, 11, no, I don't see shit. I don't see shit either. It's time for a master to be at work here. 14, suck it, all you nerds. I see everything. 15, I see about the same. What do you see? I see some stuff. I'm using my wizard eyes and I see a lot. As you're looking through, you see marked on this red X as you're looking, there is one corpse in this room. It's been here for a long time. He's wearing black robes, and he seems to be one of the cult members, but he, the rest of them turned on him, and you find a gold ring worth 25 gold on his fingers. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. That's what you get for joining a cult, dude. I take his ring. What's over here? As you're looking at the wall, you realize that there seems to be some kind of secret door, because you got a 15, you were right on the edge of missing it. You almost missed it, but right as you turned, you saw it. The south wall can be pulled back to the very room that you skipped from before. What would you like to do? Okay, guys. This room could be dangerous. It seems very big and filled with water. Everybody get back over here and keep yourselves alert. As you walk into the room, you can hear the rushing water. It appears that if you went through the hallway before, you would have realized that there is something blocking your way. It's a portcullis. It's a series of metal walls, like metal bars that block it off, that let the water through, but not people. Seems like if you turn that wheel near it, it might be able to open. The water is two feet deep in murky water, so you can walk around through all this. In the center of this massive room, you see an altar, a ritual chamber. You hear the chanting again, over and over. He is ancient. He is the land. He is ancient. He is the land. And as you walk in, everything goes silent. The smooth mason walls are very acoustic. Everything in here echoes. Stone pillars are across the ceiling, and there seems to be a cave in the distance at the end of this room filled with refuse, a bunch of remains, floors covered in murky water, and the stairs lead up to the stone ledges you're on that are dry. In the middle of the room, these stairs lead up, this octagon, dais, and it's above the water. 
There are rusty chains with shackles dangling from the ceiling above you, down toward this dais. The altar is covered with the images of ghouls, and it's covered in blood. It seems like they would hang people over the altar, and then cut them open with knives and cover the altar in blood. And there is, in the distance, a small wooden wheel that you can use to open the door, raise the portcullis or whatever. What do you do? There's a grassy mound of dead bodies near you. Members of the cult, people hiding in this room, I can hear your chants. I know you're here, hiding in the water. I'm not going to let you get away with what you've been doing, and I'm going to stop you. What is that thing in the distance? Can anyone tell? Most of you have no clue what's over there. But one of you, everybody's favorite Kane, can tell. Get guys. We need to leave now. That, that mound, it's a shambling mound. A creature we should not be fighting on our own. As you tell them that, you hear all of the cultists begin to speak from somewhere. You can't tell what they are or where they are. They say, Lorgoth the Decayer, awaken. And the mound of flesh begins to move and shake and screech. <laughs> you hear the chanting rising as you look at the altar in the center of the room. Thirteen dark, shadowy, robed figures holding torches. They have no faces. They all repeat over and over again. One must die. One must die. One must die. Each of them is nothing but a shadow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, all in a circle. They keep saying over and over again, one must die, one must die. Each of you is standing on the altar. What do you do? I know you think we'll be afraid of some giant grassy creature, and I know you think you're safe because you're just shadowy creatures in the dark. But I won't let you do what you've done anymore. I won't let kids starve in their bedrooms waiting for food for days. And I won't let you cut people open for some bullshit beliefs and straw. I walk towards the mound, through the shadows that I know don't even exist anymore. And I pull out my weapon and I say, guys, we're about to fight. As you walk through the shadows, you are right. The shadow isn't real. Not anymore. All of the shadowy figures are gone. And in front of you, all that remains is the grassy mound, shaking and moving. And as the, all the shadows disappear, you hear them say, Lorgoth, the decayer, we awaken thee, awaken. The shambling mound begins to stand, and the chant says one more time, the end comes death be praised and all of the shadowy figures that disappeared before reappear even stronger they don't move they just stand there chanting over and over again the end comes death be praised the end death be praised lord god lord god over and over and over and the shadows don't seem to do anything what do you do i'm going first and i'm taking the son of a bitch out filled with vengeance and hate i point out my finger and I shoot a guiding bolt right into its chest. 18 damage. And then as a bonus action, I pull out my sword off my back, and I hit it my second offhand. That's 27 damage total on my turn. As you strike into the shambling mound, 
deal 27 damage. It looks at you, and it almost laughs. <laughs> Everybody roll initiative. Combat has begun. Ophelia, what do you do? Well, I'm gonna run up to the edge of the altar, and I'm going to shoot my bow directly at it. I shoot out a seeking arrow so that there's no way I miss. I shoot my other one out, 15 and 11. Your first arrow shoots directly into it, dealing six damage. Your second arrow shoots and misses, but as it misses, it spins, flies back into it, and deals extra damage. 16 damage to the creature. It seems barely affected by those multiple hits from different enemies. That is your turn. Fucking destroyed the son of a bitch. Take him out. Then bring it down. Great sword. My offhand. That's nine. As you are slowly whittling the beast down, it's still kicking, barely affected by what you've done. The mound, fleshy and angry, slams against you. Oh my god, it got a nat 20 and a 1. I'm not exaggerating, that is what happened. Okay, so the nat 20, 17 damage times 2. Oh my god, 34? Jesus, as you were standing there in utter shock and horror, the shambling mound walks up to Greg as he stands in the water. Oh my God. And takes 34 damage from him. He is now down and at half of his health down, which means if he takes 15 more damage, he will die. He's your healer and he has now been sucked inside of the shambling mound while unconscious. What do you all do? It is Flem's turn. Fuck. Okay, we need to save him now, guys. Like, right now. That thing's gonna disintegrate him in a couple of minutes. Okay, um, I could burn my way in. I could freeze it and shoot a hole through it. I could protect myself, poison my knife. What do these extra spell books do again? Misty step. Okay, I know what I have to do. Guys, I need to save him. I need to save him now. I'm gonna burn a hole through it. Go up to him and grab him. And ready. So that next turn, I can misty step him out. Nine damage. As a bonus action, I'll cut some of the vines too with my dagger. Seven. And remember, I still had poison. I don't know if it's immune. Oh, it ignores resistance. Holy shit. Yeah, they can't do anything about it. So yeah, I poison it. That's 18 plus nine. 27 for me too. All right, what happens? As everyone is panicking, worried about what's gonna happen to your friend, now that he's been eaten by a mound of grass and flesh and remains, Flem walks up, hands burning hot, and she shoots a fiery cone through its body, digging towards him. She walks through the fire as it disappears, right next to him, dealing a ton of damage as she stabs it with her poison dagger, cutting through it. She grabs a hold of Greg and readies to teleport out of there. What do you do, Kane? I'm pissed. I'm angry. My friend is in danger. I transform to the beast inside. Get away from him. And I just jump in, start attacking the side of it so that maybe as the vines close in and they get more trapped inside, I try to cut them out. Okay. My great axe hits 16 damage. I missed on my claw. Okay, I pull out my axe 
and I scream, DIE! And I start chopping. As you chop into the thing over and over again, it loses a small amount of health, but you can't get to your friends. You're watching as they are closed up inside, and Flem smiles as you look at her. Get away from her, you bitch! I, uh, I shoot it. That's a miss. And a miss! Fuck! I use my magic arrow on a 12, and I get a nat 1. You walk up, angry that your friends are just devoured. You shoot an arrow straight into the center, and it misses. It spins around and flies into it, still dealing damage, magically. But when you go to pull your hand crossbow and shoot it, it breaks in your hand. It's jammed. The string has been ripped off. You're gonna have to take a full action to fix your hand crossbow, you know? Can't use it for the rest of the round. That is your turn. Flem, uh, I'm bleeding. I'm, I'm bleeding. Oily goose. I'm dying. Uh, I'm As you are trapped inside of this creature, both of you, it is angry that this giant bear man attacked it. Each of you need to make a con save or basically be liquefied by its internal damage. It's gonna crush your bones and slowly digest you. Make your saves. Fuck you, 20. Oh, shit. You got so goddamn lucky, you take seven damage. As the beast moves around, the vines start to crush you slowly as you're holding on for dear life to try to teleport him out of here. The mound looks at the only thing it can attack, which is Vincent. And it swings at you, tries to slam down on you. And god fucking damn it, another nat 20. Okay, 11 times 2, 22. As it slams down on you, you take a fuck ton of damage. I look up at it, and I scream. And I take half, because I'm raging. The slam hurts you less, and you're still kicking. Flem, it's your turn. What do you do? As I hold on to Greg, I cast Misty Step. And as I look at the spell, I remember what it does. Not what I need. It can only teleport one person. This isn't good. I think our friend is going to die. Fuck. Fuck! I can't save him. I went in here for nothing. All right, I'm gonna try to do it anyway. Even if I don't know how to use the spell. Can I try to teleport him out of here and not me? Since you don't know how the spell works, sure. I want you to cast, uh, use an arcana check, and let's find out. Holy fuck, okay. As Flem is inside the Shambling Mound, she looks at her book, at the spell written in the book that says Misty Step. She doesn't know how it works, she only knows that it teleports. She grabs Greg, she casts Misty Step, and she starts to teleport away. But using her knowledge of magic, she uses it on him. He glows bright white, silvery mist appears around him and he appears on the steps in front of the mound right behind his friend she's still trapped inside unable to do anything else as she used all of her magic to try to keep him alive that is her turn as she is trapped inside the shambling mound i'm gonna get you out of there i'm gonna get you out of there phlegm axe hand axe Fuck! Deal 12 damage as I try to go inside also. Trying to save her. But I can't make it all the way in. The vines grabbed my hand axe and pulled it away from me. It's eating me now too. Turn to look at my friends and I say, Get us out of here. Fuck guys, come on. Stop getting eaten. I run up to Greg and I heal him because we need some fucking help. Drink this goddamn potion. 
I shove it in his throat. Oh, and then I use my most powerful of moves, Action Surge, to shoot anyway. Fuck, I guess. You pull out a potion, you force Greg to drink it. He slowly opens his eyes. You shoot an arrow out, and as you shoot it, he grabs your arm in shock and kind of pulls you sideways. The arrow misses, shoots into the wall behind you. God damn it! Don't mess up my shot! My fucking hand crossbow's broken! Fucking wake up, moron! We need to get them out of there! They're fucking dying! Almost <sighs> dead? Okay. Alright, I'm gonna stand up, weak. I'm gonna back up a little bit near the altar, and I'm gonna shoot a guiding bolt into its face. Fuck! Too weak. Shoot it, but the beam doesn't go through. Try to throw a javelin, but it also misses. I cough up oil on the altar. <laughs> They're gonna die. Can't save them. As you say that, the mound, the fleshy mound of goo and remains, has eaten both of your friends. It is almost dead, very weak from the process, but it slams down on Ophelia, so weak from the pain that it misses as she nimbly dodges out of the way. It is your turn, Flim. I look at Kane, who just tried to fight his way through here. Look at that he's burrowing through the vines, and I say, you're such an idiot. I was gonna teleport out. Moron! You're a moron! I teleport out and leave him in there. Think about how fucking stupid he is. As you go to cast this spell, calling him a moron and an idiot, you realize that you used all of your power to cast it. You shouldn't even be able to cast that spell. It's second level. You're not even ready for it. You messed it up and teleported him out, but you don't have the power to do anything anymore. All you have is your dagger. And all you have is a bonus action. What do you do? I'm gonna cut into it. I can't get out, you're right. You deal seven damage. Vincent, you are trapped inside of this creature. It's still alive somehow through all of this. What do you do? I am not an idiot. I cut my way to her and I try to cut us out. Yes, that has to kill it. 28 damage as I rip us out. As you burrow your way towards her with the anger and the strength of her calling you an idiot, you grab hold of her, you spin, and the shambling mound screams as it dies, and the two of you burrow your way out, free of this horrid creature. As you stand tall, surviving, what do you do? Coughing up onto the altar, I look at the 13 ghostly creatures that have been watching this whole fight. I scream, Go fuck yourself! And I smash the altar with my fist. The altar cracks in half, and all the shadowy figures vanish, deleting from existence one after another as the altar shatters to pieces. You scream out, successful and happy, that you have defeated death house everyone is weak and tired vincent was eaten phlegm was eaten she somehow teleported you out despite not really understanding that spell and gregor you almost died but you managed to break and shatter the altar and ophelia you missed a bunch but she kept fighting no matter what and you saved his life i'm getting real sick of this shit real real sick of this 
I thought it'd be more important as this goes along. But I'm going to start a fire and we're going to chill in this building. Maybe we'll burn the whole fucking thing down. I think that's a good idea. Join us for next week as we burn this entire building down. I think this is a perfect time to stop. I know it's only been an hour and 17 minutes. But I don't want to keep going and not continue the story, you know? There's not that much left to do, so I don't want to fucking just tack it on, you know? I think you screaming out as you shatter the altar is a pretty good ending. Maybe we'll get some other characters in here. What? Are you gonna replace us? I mean, I know I get a lot of items, but that's no reason to kick me out. No, I'm, I might do another crew before we start the next part of Straw. We'll see. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I have another crew that I've created that I might give another story to so we can bounce back and forth to keep it interesting, you know? It makes sense, but I don't know how I feel about that. I need to think about this more and more, man. Okay, I'll think about it. But yeah, thanks for listening to D&Me, the only show where one guy plays D&D. Anybody have any last words to tell everybody before we move on? Uh, eat your vegetables? Don't mess with your crossbows. You look like an idiot. Always uh, look up your spells before you use them. And uh, if you can't use a spell, just beg your DM until he lets you. And uh, don't let the boss immediately one-shot you with a D20, like the nat 20. Uh, that's probably good advice, to not get one-shotted by a nat 20 immediately. You get two nat 20s on you to immediately fuck you up. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. So with that, I think that's where we should end this week's show. Those of you watching from the VOD, Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Bye.